Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's a... I mean, it's... No. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And welcome to this little catch-up. It's been a while. How are you? Hi, guys. We're just dropping by. We've lots to discuss, guys. I mean, a lot has happened over the last few weeks since we stopped doing our weekly Shrine of Telly and took a bit of a break. Hannah, you're officially married. I know. I got married. It was amazing. We were all there so we're going to have a little chat about that. And then we're also talking about, which I'm so excited, Marcella season three, which is finally on <laughs> Netflix, which means other people can share in the madness that is the turns and twists of that season. Um, and a couple of other TV bits, which we just can't contain ourselves over. Yeah. But first of all, let's talk about your wedding, Hannah. It was the most amazing day. Oh, guys. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And you two came to it. So we basically did three days, which sounds obnoxious, but we had the wedding in Doolin, which is in County Clare on the west of Ireland. It's like three and a half to four hours from Dublin. So my thinking was, if we're all going to be down there, we may as well make the most of it and have drinks the night before, which were so much fun, have the wedding day. And then it is traditional in Ireland. I'm sure it's the exact same in the UK to have a day too. So we did that as well um, and did karaoke and there was disco balls and a James Brown impersonator was the <laughs> band and I think Bre- Rebecca was it you someone definitely asked me was it a hologram and I was like no it's not <laughs> no do you know what happened okay so first of all Hannah you looked absolutely stunning you the did. whole wedding was just magical from yeah, start to finish but we were sitting down at the dinner and we were having a lovely meal and I kind of Brendan was like oh my god like the singers arrived like the band have arrived and I was like oh my gosh I had a flashback Hannah to 2019 when we used to sit beside each other and work and you were like you know full on in wedding planning mode and you had mentioned to me that you were going to get a James Brown impersonator but I completely forgot about it so I was just so surprised when the man (laughs) actually walked in and Brendan was like holy Jesus he's so like James Brown like it was uncanny it was like the man had just come back from the dead I know and you know what I didn't like specifically set out to book a James Brown impersonator. I set out to book a soul band because I love that type of music and disco and that's what we love. And I thought it would be perfect for the day. And then I just found Book Taylor, who in another life is a James Brown impersonator, but also has a soul band. They're so incredible. So Book Tim didn't think too much about the James Brown of it all until he arrived. <laughs> no, like he was that's... in the velvet. <laughs> 
and blazer like, with like I looked gold up, diamonds on uh, it. Like we nearly dropped dead. I think I was finishing my dinner Red or my dessert. I was still eating and Reb had said, she said I think there might be a James Brown impersonator later. Kind of forgot about it. Put it out of my head. And I looked up. I just actually looked <laughs> up to look at you and our Craig just to, you know, check in on you just make sure everything was looking all right. And there was, for all intents and purposes, actual James Brown. I got a fright. I got James such a Brown. fright that I, I didn't know how to like, like, kind of deal with my emotions. That I just laughed hysterically and uncontrollably for about five minutes. The man was the spit of him. <laughs> <laughs> I the was spit. embarrassed around him and he came over because we've been building them up and building them up like for so long now and like the music was such an important part of the day and I was like like when you book a wedding as well Reb you'll experience this next year like you book everything so far in advance and then you get to the day and you're like are these people showing up like you book <laughs> in but you're like you just have to go like the, the lack of control I couldn't cope with. So I'm like, well, he's meant to be here at eight o'clock and I swear to God, the clock struck eight, boom, the door opened, in <laughs> they came. And there he was. And I was almost like just embarrassed or like shy around him because I was like, oh my God, he's there in the flesh. And he walked towards us. We were all on the top table me and the bridesmaids and my mom and Craig were all like freaking out we're like book Taylor's here he's here and he sort of starts to walk towards and we're like oh my god and one of my bridesmaids Sophia like shoves me out of the way and she's like oh, I'm getting him a drink and like, okay <laughs> and I thought he was coming up to like you know say hello to us or whatever and I was so excited and I went over and I was like book it is so incredible to meet you thanks so much for you know blah 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 and it turned out he was just there to get paid or he wouldn't go on stage <laughs> he wasn't there to say hello to us at all Iconic. I'm burning the ears off him and he's like sorry but can I just actually get the envelope full of money and can you fuck shut up <laughs> fuck off and let me do my job so yeah, the whole thing start to finish. Absolutely iconic. Book was one of the highlights of the day. And then no, he's he did, so talented. We yeah, need to talk about excellent. how he. It was like going back in time and being there. Uh, it was that whole era of music. He's so talented. He's world class performer. I he's don't know how he didn't class. make it big. See, neither do I. But like he did thing with like the Blues Brothers and stuff. Like he did have this like wow. incredibly promising career when he was younger. He's from the States. Like he's an American man. He now lives in Mayo. I think he fell in love with an Irish woman. He lives Aww. on West Clare. And like, you know, the soul scene in 2022 West Clare isn't exactly flourishing. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. I don't want to put words in books made, but did he maybe give up his career for love, which is so romantic. But what I will say is he needs to charge four times the amount. Like, I felt like I robbed the man. Like, he's that <laughs> talented. It was like, I mean, I've seen Prince at Malahide Castle. Before I saw Paul McCartney at Glastonbury, it was my number one gig. Book Taylor is fucking up there and he shouldn't be charging what he is. So if you're out there, Book, and you can hear me, ramp up the price because, sweet Jesus, it was incredible. Yeah, it was, was so good. Incredible. It was such a perfect way to finish off uh, and start, I suppose, finish off the one half of the day and then start the big, big party. Yeah. And he got us all on the dance floor. I mean, me and Brendan, we went into work on the Tuesday after your wedding, Hannah. And like we had been in bits from doing the Rock the Boat and we were doing stretches and all because we <laughs> were we like we actually had injured ourselves doing Rock the Boat. Yeah, my my legs. Oh, I loved it. And I sat into it kind of wrong so my legs were really really tight and then somebody sort of like joined the boat but the middle of the boat so they sat on the person in front of me and so everything was just really tense and and, and stressed so we had to get up and stretch on the dance floor mid-wedding. Oh and a storm had definitely hit that boat at one point it was raucous wherever I was sitting my wedding dress. <laughs> it was Port Havers. It was Port Havers. It was Port Havers. But me and Craig's book Taylor song 
the first song, which was our first dance. And I I think I've been talking about the disco balls on this. I, oh. Surely, like I've talked yeah. to you about disco balls so much since 2019. Surely it's come up in the podcast how expensive they are. I am how now, hard they are to since find. Since your wedding, how long I am they take to get delivered. Aware, yeah, acutely aware of how expensive a disco ball is. I was at a brunch this weekend and they had four huge disco balls. I was just staring at them in amazement going, that's about 100 grand on the ceiling. They're so expensive. A hundred grand. So I ended up with six, which was a lot less than my initial vision, but actually ended up looking amazing. And when we were there for the first dance, it's the first time we were all on the dance floor. The uh, sound and light technician guy just moved the lights to hit off the disco balls and they went everywhere while Buck sang the chorus. And it was literally probably one of the best moments of my whole life. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So this is just a message to anyone that ever walks past the disco ball. If you're in it, just appreciate them. They're fucking <laughs> expensive and they take 27 weeks to come no matter where you order them from. Yeah, they are. Oh my God, Did, they looked incredible. I told you what happened to the one yeah, in my I house. I loved it, guys. The drama of it all. The one, no. The one I, yeah, so it, there, there was just a disco ball on the roof at the back of my house I, it was there before I moved in it belonged to the landlady it's been on the out, so on the outside back wall up on the, the roof right and I went out to meet a friend the other week this is just before your wedding and uh, there's kind of at the top of the stairs there's a, a window out to the roof it was open so I come home from meeting my friend open the front door and there's like something jamming it I can't open the front door I get, eventually get in and I oh realise the mirror ball, the disco ball had fallen off the back wall on the outside of the house, bounced off the roof, in through the window, down the flight of stairs, across the hall and landed at the front door and had just smashed into pieces. It was trying, like, I feel like it was trying to communicate with you, Brendan. That sounds like the Phantom of the Opera, it, Brendan. It's it haunting wanted, you, your it, disco ball. It wanted it to come to Doolin. It came in from Dulin. outside and landed at your feet at the front door. Yeah. It wanted to come to Doolin, obviously. It had, had enough. It had enough and it said, bring me with you. I'll tell you two disco ball related things. One I haven't been able to talk about yet, which is Craig booking. Like we're obviously just married, grand. We're meant, you know, we're very in love, whatever. Hold <laughs> on one of them. Grand. Grand. Dud on one what? of them. It's <gasps> already broken. Oh, no. I'm sickened. I was like, do you know? And I had a little plan for them I was putting them in the fireplace and now one of them is broken in half and it didn't even break in half yours broken half for arty Brendan and you've done something with it mine was just shattered so I was like well that's oh, brilliant no. I'm really going to try not start to fight <laughs> and then the Arctic Monkeys my favourite band of all time released a disco ball yeah. related song the week of the wedding serendipity so from that what you will yeah serendipity Hannah complete serendipity anyway it was so magical I know this is really random but I associate your wedding with Marcella season 3 Hannah <laughs> and it was because oh, segue. <laughs> myself and Brendan were staying in a house up the road on the first night, the night before, which is gorgeous. <laughs> you had lovely welcome drinks in Fiddle and Bow and Doolin. It was amazing. And um, we went. And gorgeous we hotel, several, by the way. It's so lovely. We had several drinks, right? Brendan, myself and my fella Nathan went back to the house that we were staying in. And like they had bought a bottle of wine at your drink so they were like we're going to finish off the bottle of wine and I said you know what's the perfect soundtrack to a bottle of wine Marcella season 3 Brendan had already seen it so would you Hannah you guys have been telling me to watch it for years I had seen the first two seasons but I knew like that the third season really did take a handbrake turn is probably the only way to describe it so myself and Nathan had watched one or two episodes and we sat down and I said let's watch episode 3 or whatever and the three of us sat there and drank wine at I don't know what time it was maybe one o'clock in the morning yeah. and continued to watch Marcella season three. Um, 
until I fell asleep in the chair. It was rain. <laughs> but one of the first things you said to me the next day uh, on the wedding day was like, me, Nathan and Brendan went home last night, drank a bottle of wine, watched Marcel's season. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, do you know what? That sounds fucking perfect. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, yeah it, then we all slept beautifully. Yeah, we we slept brilliantly after the wine in Marcella season three and we were fresh and ready to go. We went to the cliffs of Moher, Hannah, yeah, and then did. we got to see you say, I do. <laughs> that would wake you up to yourself, them cliffs. And I loved it because there was people all over the town all morning because we kind of, it's a really small town. Like you could not call it a town. It is like four buildings in a row and then you're just surrounded by the burn or the sea and then it's America. Um. And there was people all over the town from the wedding randomly bumping into each other. I loved it. Everyone was up the cliffs that morning. Yeah, it was all oh, the, oh we- well, yeah. the weather awesome, was amazing. Like the, was the population weather. of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of a lot of people in awe of the cliffs. They were just in awe of the cliffs. So, Reb, you have since finished Marcella season three. Um, this you next finished co- it, you've seen okay, the so this just as a as a, a warning to anyone who hasn't yet watched Marcella season three, if you want to, we're going to talk about it openly here because we have to. So there are Marcella season three spoilers coming for the next, we'll say, three minutes. So if you haven't watched, just skip on a little bit. Reb, what did you make of it? Okay, so like Marcella, we know from as a character, right? Marcella is a detective. I mean, she has her own rule book is the best way to describe her, I think, too. Um, She does have quite a lot of trauma in her life and in her past. She's actually gone undercover for the third (laughs) season, so she's in Belfast. Now, I was very confused when I started watching it because I didn't really remember the first two seasons. But you didn't need to remember. You could probably watch Marcella. It doesn't matter. You could watch Marcella season three on its own and it's its own kind of, I don't even know, would I say it's a soliloquy? What is going on? So she's undercover. She's got blonde hair and she's living in a house, uh, a family, and they are all, you know, drug dealers. They import the drugs in through the port in Belfast. She's riding one guy. Then he gets killed and she's riding another guy. Then one of the brothers is staring at her through a peephole over the bed. <laughs> then the mum's really evil. And a lot's going on. She's having a lot of um, 
episodes really throughout the season. You guys had warned me that there was one particular moment throughout the series, one standalone moment that you both fell off the couch when you watched it. So I was watching this show and every day and every time I was watching it, I was saying to Brendan, is this the bit? Was this the bit? Was it when this happened? Was it when this person died? And Brendan was like, no, 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 no. So I'm getting to like, guys, I mean, I'm on episode four, like eight at this stage and I'm like, I think there's eight episodes and I'm like, oh my God, the bit hasn't happened yet. So the bit that I thought you were talking about <laughs> was towards the very end when everyone's killed in the house at the very end and Marcella then takes the eye of the brother that was staring at her through a peephole and opens up his laptop with his eye. <laughs> was that not the bit that you guys no, were talking about? It she wasn't. pulls out someone's eye and uses it to access a laptop. <laughs> I think by the time me and Brendan I got to that point. Yeah. I I just nothing would have surprised me anymore. There was an, I have another never bit Reb. so much in what, my whole life. What was the bit with the pig Reb? Yeah, I'm for real to do it, guys. What was the bit with oh, the pig? Oh, there was also another bit. There was another bit that she was wrestling a pig <laughs> because she had suspected that <laughs> the boyfriend of the sister involved in the drug family uh, that he'd been murdered and she was trying to get his was she trying to get his ring or something as proof that he died. Anyway, she was wrestling a pig and I thought that it was that bit. <laughs> then I couldn't figure out what it was and then I was like no, it has to be the bit that she took out a man's eye and opened up his laptop <laughs> to identify it and to try and transfer the millions of pound into her bank account before fleeing and not getting caught I mean guys it was a wild ride it, I thoroughly enjoyed every moment I'll never watch it again and um, it, it was crazy it was crazy but oh it's never coming back surely no, like, I mean they just started a new show basically She, yeah she wasn't even called Marcella her name was Kira. do you know what I mean I know she was undercover and all but no it, Reb the bit that we were absolutely floored by <laughs> and it was just because there was no preamble there was no foreshadowing shall we say it was when your man um, Lawrence Killen who played Elmo in Love Hate who uh, he plays Jack I think in yeah. Marcella season 3 it's when he wakes up in bed with your man I literally fell off the sofa I was like where has this come from there was clearly other scenes or subplots that had just been cut and that then when this came along it just made no sense whatsoever it was just very unexpected no, that didn't make any sense I thought I'd fallen asleep for a bit so I'd kind of met, like missed the the kind of hints towards <laughs> no, that. So didn't. it wasn't that bit. It wasn't the two men in bed together that shocked me. It was her <laughs> taking out someone's eye and using it to access a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back and watch that scene. She's holding the eye. Like it's, uh, it's, it is, and the mum has had a stroke in the bed, and the mum's just staring at her when she's accessing the Oh, the mum, that woman was iconic, that character. I loved her so much. Yeah, she's evil. Evil. So, listen, Marcella season three, I don't think it will return. <laughs> and I don't know what was going on. Someone else clearly wrote, who wrote that? Like, what was happening? I actually Googled him recently. Yeah, he hasn't done much else. Marcella seems to be his kind of biggest thing. I think he's. Um, Scandinavian or it's it's, well, it's like I thoroughly enjoyed it like I was bed into it so much so that I was going drinking out and uh, like going on nights out into pre-wedding parties and going home to watch it like <laughs> I loved it but like geez it was a wild yeah. ride no it, it didn't make it'll any do sense. well on Netflix I think it'll get people just watching it for the what the fuck of it all yeah yeah the WTF yes absolutely now another show um that Hannah has been telling myself and Brendan to watch oh, for about no. two years is The Capture now, so I good. am thrilled that you both have watched this. I'm thrilled 
because I was on my own for a while because it slipped under the radar. And I don't know if people in the UK feel the same. I actually looked it up. So I think the average viewership for an episode in season one, which came out in 2020, I want to say, 2019. Yeah, 2019, 2019, I think, yeah. Was 7.6 million. So it's obviously a load of people watching it. I just don't feel like there was much chatter around it. It kind of slipped in. I think I watched it during the pandemic, so I might have watched it like a couple of months after it came out, but I absolutely loved it. Got so excited when it was coming back and was just blown away by season two. They're definitely going to do a third season and we should definitely do a podcast about it. We have to podcast about it. It's the best show I've watched this year. It's so good. I agree. It's the best show I've watched this year. Yeah, same. I'm so surprised that even like, I know there's not like a load of chatter about it, but even... I feel like the BBC didn't like, you know, promote it like as this huge, big, amazing show. I agree. It is up there with, and this, I read this, uh, it's in The Guardian, but like it's exactly how I thought about it. It is like the, I can't remember who in The Guardian said it, but they were like, it is as good as um, kind of like season three line of duty and early Sherlock. And like, they're not wrong. It is that good of a TV show. Like, it's incredible. I loved the first season. I thought the first season was great, but the second season just blew me away. I was fed into it. I now don't want to have a camera on my phone. I now want to disconnect every camera device. I don't want to open up a camera with someone else's eye. I just am freaked out because I'm like, who wrote this? They must know something. They they must know what's going on. And it's so exciting and it's fiction and it's high drama. But the thing about it is, it's like that black mirror. Yeah area where it's very fucking possible like there's a guy on TikTok that's a deep fake of Tom Cruise that's happening now that you can go and see for entertainment so this like this fiction this story isn't that far off it's absolutely fascinating for people that have no idea what it's about at all so it's a British mystery thriller starring Holiday Granger who is an absolute icon and season one stars Callum Turner Laura Haddock Ben Mills Kevin Clerken Paul Ritter and Ron Perlman as an FBI agent terrifying and I don't know how much I can give away because I haven't watched the season one trailer in ages but essentially something happens it's caught on CCTV and then that CCTV is changed. It's deep faked. Mm-hmm. And then nobody knows what to believe. And people's lives are ruined. And that continues into and kind of opens up into a wider world of politics into season two. It's absolutely incredible stars. Did you guys watch I May Destroy You? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Papa Esadu, that's where I first learned about how amazing he is. He is the star of season two. He plays the main politician that is caught up in all this um, drama. Yeah, it's um, it's it's, so it's good. a detective drama, but it's just so much more than that. It turns into something so much more, and uh, I think just yeah, with all the the AI around the place now and everything, it's um it's so clever, it's so well written, and everyone who stars in it, it's amazing. It's a must watch, and I hope to God they do a third season. It definitely feels like though that last scene of her her face looks shocked at the very end. Mm. I, I, I so I have a quote here. I have a quote three. from Holiday Granger. So she told Radio Times that she'd be really interested to know where show creator Ben would take a season three. She says it goes on such a journey from the beginning, Carrie and the plot. It goes on a massive journey throughout season two that where we left it, the world and correction as we leave it at the end. I want to know what happens next. So I'd love to watch season three for sure. I'd love to know where Carrie went. 
I think it's going to come back. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the capture yet and you've got iPlayer, just get on it. Like, it, it really is. It's it's the most exciting thing I've watched since, like, the best episodes of Line of Duty. It gave me that kind of a feeling. Like, it's really tense. It's literally thrilling. And how it's just kind of integrated into, like, political life and, like, wider society and stuff as well. It, it It's just, it's fascinating. And it's terrifying because it feels so real. And you're like, this is probably already happening. So, yeah, it's it's an excellent and that's watch. And that's the connection with Line of Duty where they bring up such topical things that we can like dissect in the podcast. They bring up things that are relevant in the world now. And so did the capture, like it's yeah. complete entertainment, it's complete fiction, but they're so relevant. And then you end up having conversations that are sort of necessary to have in the world we live in, which I think is just so interesting. Yeah. And if there is a and season the fact three, that they kind of bring it. in the, the journalist from the BBC and all of that, it feels so real. Yeah. The second season, I just, it's unmissable television, unmissable. And it's going to be the show that, um, I think if it comes back for another season, it's going to be the show that everyone's talking about. I know a lot of people are talking about it already, yeah. but it did slip under the radar a little bit, um, especially the first season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I we, agree. We'll this, definitely be covering season like three Twitter on the podcast. Chatter. Yeah, there was more Twitter chatter with this one. And I think it's kind of like, would you say maybe Line of Duty season four or maybe season three? That was the one that came back and it was like, boom, this is like must watch, cannot miss primetime drama it's guys fingers so, so crossed will manifest another season um, another show that's coming back very soon because Hannah you saw the um, did it just say coming soon trader during the um, finale for the capture or one of the weeks it's Happy Valley it's coming back very soon we still don't have an air date but uh, it, we're going to just whet our appetites by going back and re-watching seasons one and two and recapping yes. them yeah, and I have my theories, guys. I have a date that I think it's going to come back on. Can you remember what when I said to you? Oh, was wow. it sometime in October? <laughs> and was what's airing in between? October? Yeah, something's Bloodland. airing now. Yeah, Bloodlands, and, and is that probably, okay. what, six episodes? Yeah, so I think it will take the 9pm Sunday line of duty slot once Bloodlands has finished, which I think ends on the 23rd of October, which would mean Happy Valley starting on the 30th of October. That's a bank holiday weekend. Yeah, that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, they might do a back-to-back. Will they do a double? Yeah, they could. And guys, we have form. We correctly guessed the season six launch date of Line of Duty. Don't forget. Lest we forget. I, I did forget. Did I can't believe we did yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I completely forgot that. Yeah, we guessed it right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, well, look, we have a very basic tactic. I mean, I know <laughs> yeah, magician is meant to pretty, reveal their trick, but it's, it's pretty if basic. they say it's coming soon and then you look for the show that's on and when that finishes <laughs> at 9 p.m. on a Sunday, that following Sunday will then be the day that the show starts. Groundbreaking <laughs> yeah. analysis. So, fingers crossed it's going to be back on our screens in uh, just over a month's time. Yeah. Um, okay, so we need to get ready for this because we're going to podcast about it, which I'm absolutely so excited about. Yeah, so a bit like we did with the overview recaps of Line of Duty to kind of bring you like your speed sort of recaps. We're going to do the same uh, as that for Happy Valley. Uh, so we're going to do a season one recap and then we're going to do you a season two recap. And then when season three kicks back off, we'll do our weekly uh, uh, weekly episode recaps as well, as the we, same as we would have done with Line of Duty. Yes, yes, on this feed, on the Shrine podcast feed. So if you have friends out there that love Happy Valley, tell them that we are doing this. If you have never watched it or your friends have never watched it and you listen to this podcast, you will love it. It is dark, 100% dark, but it is absolutely just unbelievable television. Sarah Lancashire, like we're going to be, I'm going to be probably crying on some episodes just how good the woman is. She's excellent. Yeah, she's so, so good. So like, good. 
phenomenal. So yeah, it's it's a police drama. She's a police officer, but it it does you know explore her personal and professional life and uh, it's multi-layered it's very emotional she's very passionate about her job and she's just got so much heart doesn't she it's so real as well that's the bit that I love if you ask me what do you love the most about Happy Valley like I am re-watching it at the moment so we can do our recaps in a couple of weeks but I re-watch scenes like I'll watch one and it's so good I'll go back and watch it again just to see her do something that I'm like I've just seen someone like make that little face or react like that or that's exactly how I do that like she just makes it so real yeah I, I haven't seen a show in a long time that uh, captures the complexity of family life so well and all of the different layers to different families and all the web, the web and different relationships I just think yeah. it's so so good yeah so that yeah. is coming up next in, uh, in our Shrine series we'll be covering Happy Valley we'll have a season one recap and a season two recap before season three kicks off. In the meantime, as always, we genuinely love to hear about what you're watching. Please send us your recommendations as well. We're at ShrinePod on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you'd like to support the podcast as well, you can hear these episodes early. Patreon.com forward slash ShrinePod. And just like Happy Valley, we're coming soon with our recaps. <laughs> yeah. That's half an hour. Date TBC. <laughs> love that we're like when are they airing we're not sure but we're going to record them soon (laughs) this is TV worth talking about and we want to hear what you have to say find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.